You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 128. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I am your host, Anne from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant who has helped thousands of amazing women business owners to get all the pieces in place to have consistent five-figure months and then on to six and seven-figure years without burning out in the process. The time, This time of year in particular, every year I start to see some, but not all people, get a little wobbly start beating themselves up about what they did and didn't achieve. Why? Because it's the end of the year. Exhaustion is in the air. Christmas is in the air. People are tired. And we all feel it in some way, shape, or form, regardless of where we're at in our mindset journey. The reality, though, is is our mindset starts to become a little bit shaky. And like I said, even for all of us. And this is exactly why I brought on Keisha for this episode to shake things up, to get you back on track and to start getting you thinking and getting you ready to end 2020 with a bang and to make 2021 your best year ever. Today, we're going to chat about five main mindset shifts that can blow up your business. We're going to explore again a little bit about what is mindset, how important is mindset when it comes to running a business, what are the most common mindset blocks that she sees with business owners and entrepreneurs. We're going to talk about the one thing that business owners get wrong regarding mindset. We're also going to talk about the consequences if you don't start to do that inner work. We're going to also talk about, uh, and she'll share with us, the five main mindset shifts that can help blow up your business and so much more. But before we hop straight into this amazing episode, I'd like to remind you that this episode is sponsored by my mastermind, the Action Takers Mastermind for Women in Business Ready to Kick Ass. Applications are officially open to join me for my 12-month online and inexperience design to get your business to the next level, whatever that looks like for you. The Action Takers Mastermind helps business owners like you to get clarity on where to put your focus, genuine information on what's possible, what works, and what's a waste of time, helpful feedback on your ideas, perspective on your skills and talents, introductions to new clients, access to the most amazing women in business, and so much more. During the 12 months, you'll get strategy sessions with me, emergency calls with me when you need help ASAP, hot seat calls each month to go over certain things in your business and move you from stuck to unstuck. We're going to have co-working and implementation sessions. We're going to have monthly mindset sessions. We're also going to have monthly goal setting sessions. You also get access to our 12-month access to our private Facebook community, access to 12 other amazing business mentors, such as a Pinterest mentor, podcast mentor, uh, messaging mentor, mindset mentor, and so much more. We will also have two one-day live events on the Go Coast, which will be absolutely stunning. Sound like my 12-month action takers mastermind might be what you need in order to get your business to the next level in 2021? Make sure you head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and click on Mastermind to apply for one of the 20 spots. Now, let's get into this amazing episode. Welcome to the show, Keisha. Thank you for having me, Angela. I'm super, super excited to have you on the podcast today. I mean, I'm excited for all the guests, but I've only just recently had the chance to get to know you a little bit more over the last couple of months. I actually saw you, I think it was you did a live inside of a random Facebook group that we're both in. I was like, oh, I like her energy. I like what she has to say around mindset and growth and transformation for women in business. 
I then invited you to be one of the speakers at my Women in Business Success Summit. We've had a lot of, actually, I don't think I told you before the recording, a lot of positive feedback about your session. Uh, Awesome. Yes, I'm super, I'm just glad to be here today. And yeah, just to for the audience to get a little piece of you and to start feeling your energy and the knowledge that you have, again, like I said, for helping women really break through some of those negative barriers that they currently face within business, but also in life, really. Now, one of the things that I do with all my guests is, um, is I always like to ask a fun question. So before we really get into the five mindset shifts that can blow up your business, the question that I have for you, as I was, again, stalking you for this particular interview, is I know (laughs) you you love a good workout, do you know what I mean? And that's really important to you and your health. And that I'm assuming also helps with that positive mindset that you bring. So my question to you is this, what is your all time favorite workout? Like, do you prefer running? Do you prefer Pilates? Do you prefer yoga? Like, what is your go to? I love this question. And it's so funny that you asked me this because I used to be all into high intensity interval training. I was a coach with Orange Theory, worked with them for six years. But recently I have been really into dancing and just mixing it up, doing something different, having fun, you know, shaking my butt. It's It's been fun. So right now dancing is my fave. Dude, so good. And again, I'm assuming that, again, you've probably learned different things about yourself by getting into maybe it felt uncomfortable at the beginning when you started doing the dancing and just doing something different. And now you probably just found your rhythm and just, yeah, bringing fun back to your life. 100% it was uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah, I, it gets better every single day. And I'm like, you know what? I still got it. So <laughs> you're like, I can still bring it. I'm good. I know I just started doing Pilates again recently. And there's a right after the Pilates session, there's one called Bar, B A R R E, where mm-hmm. it's like you use the ballet bar, but it's all about like your hips and shit. And I was like, yeah, I'm not too sure I'm able to do the comfort zone on that one yet. But it's like she keeps planting the seed. I was like, I will one day, Han. I said, I will be. I said, it's just not today. So I was like, I'll get under the uncomfortable bit one of these days. That so now mindset, yes. I know, I know. I'm like, <laughs> you practice what you preach here, Ange. But I was like, I've just got to back to Pilates. I was like, that's a step, people. I was like, you got to give me time here. I said, I'm working through it. So now listen, can you share with the audience a little bit about, you know, your business journey, where you started and where you're at now? Yeah, absolutely. So I started my business about two years ago. And before that, as I mentioned, I was working for Orange Theory and I was the person who had switched jobs several times. I came from corporate America way back in the day, like 10 years ago when I started working and then jumped around a lot. And it was because I knew I needed to work for myself. I didn't know that right away, but I eventually got to the point where there's no other option. I've tried it all. None of it's working. I've always kind of in the back of my mind, I could start a business. And so I jumped, I took the leap and I'm so happy I did. And when I started my business, I started as a health coach and I had this experience in fitness. So getting clients in the beginning wasn't hard. What was hard for me was getting out of that employee mindset and really letting go of the side hustle mentality along with that Mm -hmm. and fully diving in and making the decision in my business. But That's how I got started. And now I do mindset coaching because that was a constant of my coaching, even as a health coach. Mm -hmm. And I just realized, you know, this is what I really care about. Let me dive into this even more. That is, I mean, what a amazing journey that you've had, but also you've had to come from, you probably learned a lot of lessons along the way, right? About what worked, what was true to you, what you didn't want to focus. And I can't agree with you more in relation to mindset. 
is I think you need mindset in order to grow a business. I think you also need strategy to grow a business. And one of the things that I'm just switching to and bringing on more, and we talked about this prior to hit recording, is I believe energy also is playing a part of the success in business. Now, I'm not quite there to fully fully, uh, embrace how that looks yet, but I think it's important that we start planting the seed because I definitely have seen a transition myself that all three of these things are actually playing significant roles. And, And one of the things that I would also say that I've learned over the last year more so is I don't necessarily know that one outweighs the other. Before I used to say 80% strategy or 80% mindset, 20% strategy. But I think there's a that they weave at times, right? Is that sometimes you might have, need 60% more strategy, 20% mindset, 20% energy. But then maybe there's another time in business where that might need that you need to focus more on energy and less on strategy. So I think it's important as I grow in business and I start to see some more patterns of with clients and with myself and with people I work with is that. You know I mean, these things can change, but I think they're all integral, uh, no, integral, integral parts. That's the word I'm looking for. Integral parts, do you know what I mean, to the business success. So I'm glad to, that you're going to be here talking today about those five mindset shifts that can blow up your business. So speaking of mindset, what, just tell us briefly in your definition, what is mindset? Hmm. Mindset is, in my definition, how you view and act in the world, Mm -hmm. how you view what happens to you, how you view the world around you, your perception essentially, Mm -hmm. and how that affects how you act and show up in the world. Yep. And is that just, that's just like the world collectively, right? You don't have to have a business, but the way that you, yeah. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah. And do you think in business owners in particular, How important do you feel is mindset when it comes to running that business? I think mindset is everything, but obviously I'm biased, but I totally agree with you that it's not always everything. It depends on what season you're in, in your business. Like for me, for a while, I was so heavily focused on strategy and I really needed to focus more on energy. Now I've been so heavily focused on energy and I'm kind of getting the message that now I need to focus more on my strategy. Mm -hmm. So it it really just depends. But if you are, I always say, if you want to identify whether mindset is something you need to focus on right now, you need to look at your results. And if you're getting the same results, even though you feel like you're doing everything possible strategy wise, Mm -hmm. that is an indication that it's time to focus on mindset. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's like, I know too, is uh, when that pattern of behavior keeps repeating itself, right? Is you're, do you mean you're doing, say you're doing more podcast interviews or you're booking more clients, are you doing whatever, but the same, same is appearing and you can't mm-hmm. have those breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. I always say, again, it's so important that something deep rooted is going on, right? Um, and the example that I'll share is one of the things that I did this year is I worked with this energy, no, not an energy, sorry, that was someone different. I worked with the lady who talks about like money blocks, but she taps into your energy, right? Now, again, this is something that I wouldn't have done 12 months ago, but a good friend of mine, Denise Duffield Thomas said to me, she said, and I just test everything and you'll find what works for you. So this has been the year of testing. And so when I went with this lady, though, one of the things that, because uh, I too have been at kind of at a rut from a not from making money, but hitting that next growth spurt. And what she said was, now keep in mind, all I said to this lady on my forum was my name, my email, and my last name. That was it. No history. And she came in and she then tapped into the energy and did this thing that, again, people should, side note, when you work with energy healers and money blockers and stuff, they should tell you 
what it looks like when they start to tap into things. Cause that was like, I actually thought something was going on, Keisha. Like I didn't know, do you know what I mean? That like, I thought literally that she was having almost a seizure cause I didn't know what was going on. So as uh, a side note, it was like a bit confronting. Cause I just, I, I was like, she's in the UK. How do I call a doctor? Like these were actually the general things that were going through my brain. However, I then found, found out later that that was part of the process. All right. So anyways, she then comes and she said, the, the, your main money block is around the fear of bankruptcy. And I was like, what? Now, the funny note is my parents have filed bankruptcy twice. Hmm. And so I was like, oh, all right. But as soon as she said that, right, I, and again, feel the shift, whatever word you want to use, right? There was almost like a sense of relief, even though I hadn't been thinking it. Does that make sense? So, yep. but it was there in inside of me in that internal world. And since then, we've now shifted and things are moving along, right? So again, I, I just think it's so important that there's times in our lives when we need to, I was stuck. I knew I needed to test something. I got a hold of this lady and there was a shift, right? So again, if you're in that monotonous, same, same, normally I agree it comes down to that mindset. Now, for you though, in your experience of working with a variety of different entrepreneurs and business owners, what have you found to be the most common mindset blocks that you're seeing? A lot of fear of rejection, a lot of fear of being seen. Actually, the one that I hear the most often is I'm not good enough fear mm-hmm. of not being good enough. And I really think when you look at any mindset block and you peel it back enough times, you're going to find that it comes to the root of not being good enough in some way. Mm-hmm. We're all worried that we're not good enough in some way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whether it manifests in imposter syndrome or the things I just mentioned, it bubbles up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it bubble and it can bubble up quite quickly, yes? Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about starting a business is you're putting yourself out there. You're kind of getting triggered by having to put yourself out there, by having people reject you, say yes or no, and you feel like it's to you. You feel like it's personal. It brings up all of this stuff, and that's what we have to work through. And with this, I mean, Eva, I've obviously identified some of these common mindset blocks that you're seeing, but is there one thing in particular that when business owners, you know, get wrong regarding mindset, like, is there any common, like common ground that you see there? Yes. I think a lot of mindset coaches, not a lot, but some mindset coaches don't fully understand what it means to change someone's mindset and what it mm-hmm. actually takes to change someone's mindset. Mm-hmm. And it really boils down to the parts of your mind. There's the conscious part of your mind, your conscious mind. There's the unconscious or subconscious part of your mind. Mm-hmm. And your subconscious is responsible for people give different percentages for this, but 95 to 99% of your reality, 95 to 99% of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, everything that's happening for you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think what people get wrong is they focus on the conscious mind. They focus on what they can consciously see Mm -hmm. and they're missing this whole bottom half of the iceberg that 95%. And that's why they're not getting changes. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you're doing affirmations, for example, this is a common one and you're saying the affirmations every day, but you're not believing them. There's a voice in the back of your head. That's like, this is not true. This is never going to happen. You're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. And that probably comes from, I'm assuming here, correct me if I'm wrong, but again, things that, again, blocks or stories or beliefs that have stemmed from so either when they were little or whatever, that they've, it's so ingrained in them that we've got to make that shift in order for them when you're doing those affirmation cards to genuinely start believing that what you're reading and saying every day is going to happen and and you're worth that happening to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And what does it take 
in your opinion, for people to develop a healthy mindset? Like, are there certain steps? Is there a certain way? Like, what is it, do you know what I mean, that people need to do to develop that healthy mindset? What inner work do they need to truly do? It's, I mean, it runs the gamut. There's a lot of different ways that you can work on your mindset. I'll tell you some of my personal favorites. Mm -hmm. You know, it always starts with mindfulness. I think we've all heard this, but just slowing down enough to notice your thoughts, to notice what you're telling yourself. Cause some people are going so quickly through Mm -hmm. life, so focused on their to-do list that they don't even realize all of the times that they self-sabotage or all of the times they have this negative self-talk that's Mm -hmm. holding them back. So of course that, and then you want to start identifying what those subconscious blocks are, whether that is through uh, meditation and asking questions when you are in that brainwave state where you can speak to your subconscious mind, whether that's working with a coach or a healer who can, like you did with the one lady who worked on money box, who can tell you exactly what it is, but you've got to figure out what is there. And then you've got to release that. It's all about changing and shifting the conditioning or the programming that we have. And we all have it mm-hmm. by nature of growing up and going through life in society. We have programming. And so recognizing it and releasing it is the biggest thing. And do you see, I mean, that some people out there might go, that's great. And that's easy. Do you know what I mean? Or it seems easy. But again, it still takes a little bit of you got to show up. You got to do the work to put it in it. There'll be people like, yeah, I'm good you know, this doing this mindset stuff, y'all keep talking about it. But what do you see are the consequences if they don't start to do this inner work? Like, is it, it's probably, again, it can't just be down to business consequences they're going to see, but potentially, would you say like relationships, you know, peers, like what what are those, some of those consequences? Because I think it's important to call it how it is. You choose not to do the inner work. That is your choice. Every single day you wake up and you get a choice as to what you do or what you don't do. Don't bitch about it. What do you mean when you don't make the choice? But tell them what are the consequences if they don't do you mean start doing that inner work? Yeah, I mean, you're going to stay stuck. You're going to stay in the patterns that you're in. And if you have conditioning that is leading you on a track to success, then great. You're going to stay in a pattern of success. And you might not have that much to worry about um, for business in particular. But then what about your relationships? What is the pattern there? The patterns are a product of our conditioning. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't take the time to, to change that conditioning, you're going to keep producing, like if you think of the tree, producing fruit and it's producing rotten fruit or whatever, you're going to keep producing that bad fruit unless you go into the roots and actually fix the problem so mm-hmm. that you can change the fruit. And with with the fruit changing, how much of it comes down to the willingness of people wanting to change? Oh, so much of it. So much of it. You can't be resistant to the problem. I mean, you can, but you have to be open. You have to be able to keep an open mind. You you can feel like, oh, this is hard. This is uncomfortable. There can be that kind of resistance, but you can't be like, you know what? I don't believe that, or I'm good, or you know what? No, this isn't really working for me. And some things might not work for everyone, but you have to still keep an open mind and still kind of go into it. Just thinking, I don't know what's going to come up for me, but I'm going to go through the whole process and I'm going to commit to it to see what comes out of it. I'm going to test it. You know, like you said, and just like we test strategy. I mean, we test things all the time, right? Like I'm testing, you know, I've met with a business astrologer this year. I've met with the money blocker this year. I've met with a clairvoyant, like I'm testing it, right? Uh, and again, there's some things that have helped, other things that have haven't, but it doesn't mean that they still haven't impacted me some, in some way, right? Even though I might have not have seen a tangible result right now, it doesn't mean that the seed hasn't been planted. But 
Equally, though, is I know I still have work to continue. Just because I've tested these things doesn't mean that it stops. Same with business. Your business is going to grow at one stage and then it's going to grow to the next. And you're going to have to test new things there. Like to me, it's always going to be a bit of a work in progress. Always, because new level, new devil, right? You're going to rise up. You're going to face similar challenges as far as mindset is concerned. When you get to that new level, there's still going to be fear. Maybe it's fear of something different, but it's still going to be there. So committing to the process and the journey and knowing that it never ends. Mm -hmm. Now you talk often now to unpack mindset. Like I said, this is work that just doesn't happen in a 30 to 40 minute podcast. This is work that takes a long time. But for those listeners that are there that are like, okay, hey, I'd love to know more about the five main mindset shifts that can start to blow up your business. I want to again, plant the seed and start getting them thinking about this. So can you share with us what those five mindset shifts are that can help blow up someone's business? Absolutely. So one is being visible. Uh Just being willing to have people see who you are, know who you are, know how you can help them and get yourself out there. I see so many entrepreneurs who are, I mean, you can build a business in a bunch of different ways. So I'm not going to knock anyone's strategy, but the minute you can shift to how can I get as many eyeballs on me as possible is the minute that you can start to see actual growth Mm -hmm. instead of hiding behind whatever it is you're hiding behind. So that's number one. Uh Number two is understanding that you're going to hear no more than you hear yes. Uh You are going to get rejected. An average or a a decent, I should say, sales conversion rate is about 20%. That means 80% of the people you talk to are going to tell you no. And so you have to learn that that's okay. You have to learn that that's just the name of the game. And what happens is people hear no, and then they they lie down, they fall down. They're like mm-hmm. crying on the floor for a whole week because they've been rejected versus, okay, you know, ooh, that stings. But 10 minutes later, where's my next lead coming from? <laughs> They're right yeah. back in the game. They're right back at it. So really understanding that the more no's you hear, the closer you're going to get to a yes. Yep. And then number three would just be the willingness, Mm -hmm. the willingness to go within and to be with yourself and to have that space and to open yourself up to what you might discover from your past, open yourself up to things about yourself that you might not love and look at them in the mirror and really, you know, I don't want to say pick yourself apart, but I think that's what I mean. (laughs) Really. In a positive way, right? We're we're here for growth. We're here for development. We want to improve. And the only way to do that is to really acknowledge what's not working and be honest about it, no matter how hard it is to look at. And that, again, if we all stayed in our comfort stage, right, there would be minimal growth. I mean, I believe the magic happens when we start to get uncomfortable, right? Is uh, it's, Exactly. Like I said, it's deep-rooted. It doesn't just happen overnight. You know, typically so much of this happens from our childhood and it's just ingrained in us. So growth, magic happens. So we've got one, two, three. What's our uh, mm-hmm. fourth mindset, mindset shift? Well, it's funny you said the comfort zone because number four is to commit to being uncomfortable. The minute you get comfortable again is the minute that you stop growing. And as a business owner, you can never afford to stop growing. (laughs) Like the shark that dies, if it stops moving, you have got to look for ways to put yourself out there, look for ways to do things that scare you, even if you fail. Mm -hmm. And that's number five is to fail. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fail hard, fail fast, fail forward. 
I don't care. But if you're not at risk of failing, then you're not trying hard enough. You're not putting yourself out there enough. You're not doing enough. Plain mm-hmm. and simple. Dude, I love them. I love that they're straight down the line because anyone who's listening to me for a long time, you know, I just I call it how it is. And as I can't failing, failing is a necessity in business growth, right? Failing again, as I say, often is where the lessons happened. And then that's where the growth happens because you're like, I've learned that I'm not going to do that again. But if you keep again in that holding pattern, like we were talking about earlier on, I find that a lot of people haven't learned the lesson yet, right? They just mm-hmm. keep on going. But again, that lesson is that internal work that has to be done, typically that you've got to look a little bit deeper. Because if not, and I hear people, oh, but I, I did do this. And I did do this. You know, Facebook ads, Facebook ads are not a good friend of mine, right? Like they don't necessarily work the way that I want them to work. And I'm always learning, okay, we're going to test this and we're going to try this. But the other lesson that I've learned from that is there's other ways to do and grow and scale. YouTube ads, Google ads, Pinterest ads, but I've had to fail so many times at the whole Facebook ad strategy, do you know what I mean? To really go, hold on, where else can I be looking, right? So it's a constant mm-hmm. doing work in progress. Mm-hmm. Now, we've talked a little bit about obviously the mindset and we've talked about the importance of strategy too, but how important do you think mindset and energy are and, and how do, do they go together? Such a great question. I love mindset and energy together because mindset is dealing on the mental level, right? Your conscious, your subconscious mind. Energy deals on the chakra level. It deals on on the idea that we have energy meridians in our body and that we can have energy that's stuck within us. That's showing up when we are showing up, if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. we're getting on live and we have stuck energy of being disappointed by our last sales call or stuck energy of being rejected when we were 16 years old, right? Mm -hmm. We can have stuck energy from all different periods of time. And unless that energy gets released, then it's there and it's present and people can feel it, believe it or not. You know how people can feel desperation. Mm -hmm. It's that same kind of thing. So when you can clear your energetic body, you can allow things to come to you through manifestation Mm-hmm. And you just feel better. And then you show up with this energy that people want to be around. So it just, you're a magnet at that point. And then what would you say then is the difference between that energy and that magnet versus vibration and frequency? Uh, it's pretty much the same thing. Your vibration is affected by you working on your energy. So if you're clearing your chakras, you're clearing the space, you're allowing yourself to raise in vibration and frequency Mm -hmm. as a result of that. And so for those listeners that are out here that are going, okay, great. You guys have got me thinking a little bit more about mindset, a little bit more about energy, um, a little bit more about frequency. What would you say are, are, are a few tips that you could give people to say, like, if there's anything that they go and do right now to move them forward in creating a more healthy and growth mindset, what would your what would you tell them to go and do? Mm, the one thing, if I could tell you just one thing, it would be to meditate. And I know that we probably hear this a lot from like mindfulness gurus, but you hear it a lot for a reason. Yep. <laughs> It's because it is so important. It is free. It is, you don't need very much time. And, you know, you could sit 10 minutes in the morning, but creating that space for yourself and making it a practice allows you to, one, have the opportunity to have responses from your unconscious mind. If you are in meditation and you ask a question, you're going to get a different answer than if you're frazzled going through throughout your day trying to things out. And then number two, it helps your brain 
to be able to slow down so that you can be more mindful of the thoughts you're having and what's affecting you actually on a day-to-day basis so that you can release it or work through it. And for those who are like, okay, meditation, where do I start? Where, like, is there a YouTube channel that I should go to? Is there an app I should download? Like, what would you recommend them starting for that meditation component of it? Yeah, there, I mean, there are a lot of free meditations on YouTube. I personally love the app Insight Timer. It's free. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of great meditations on there, actually. I love to search abundance and see what abundance meditations come up, but they have, you can search by length, you can search by uh, category or topic that you want the meditation to be on and, you know, have at it. It is completely free and amazing. And do people need to do the same meditation every day or should they be doing a different meditation every day? Mm, That's a good question. I would actually recommend that you meditate and it doesn't really matter what kind of meditation that you do, but try to incorporate some silent meditation because if you're just doing guided meditation, you're not giving your subconscious that time to speak to you, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. There's a beautiful thing that happens when you're in silent meditation and you allow yourself to go into that alpha or theta brainwave state that's where your subconscious is. That's where your subconscious can speak to you. That's where it can be influenced. And that's where you're going to get those answers or that clarity or whatever it is you're looking for. So do whatever guided meditations you want, but incorporate some silent meditations too. Wow. Well, that was a little bit of a fun episode, Keisha. Do you know what I mean? Talking about, I know like we came in to talk about mindset. We ended up talking a little bit about energy. We ended up talking a little bit about meditation. Again, a very powerful episode because again, as I said at the beginning of this, is I'm all about planting the seed. There are different ways for different people. And again, as a business consultant working with women in business, it's my responsibility, in my opinion, to bring different ways of thinking to different people and they can take what works best for them, right? So whether or not you start looking at how, you know, your mindset, whether or not you start looking at what that energy is, whether or not you start looking at meditation, even if you choose one thing to start slowly working on, it's still going to help you to start unpacking and make some changes in your life. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Keisha. But before we wrap up, where can individuals, individuals who want to know a little bit more about you or potentially work with you, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at mm-hmm. Coach Keisha. And you can check out my website as well. It's www.keishafraser.com. Fantastic. And one last question that I like to ask my uh, guest is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? Hmm. Let me think. I have so many answers. Best one. Um, I think I wish I had known it wouldn't have made a difference, but I wish I had known how much personal development was involved with starting a business. I had no idea. And you said this before we started recording, but your inner world reflects your external world and vice Mm -hmm. versa. And it is 100% true. And I love personal development. So I'm very happy with it. But I just had no idea how much inner work was required. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know one of my clients in my mastermind, I'd asked this question. Um, 12 months ago to her and I re-asked it in one of our monthly planning sessions but the light bulb moment finally went off right 
And uh, she was like, and it was that question that made me realize that either internal work I need to do is more significant than do you mean what I've been doing and how I've been self-sabotaging. So now she's working with a uh, coach, do you mean to go through that more specifically? Because that's not my zone of genius. Uh, so she said, thank you so much for that, Ange. But what she doesn't realize is I actually asked that same question to her 12 months ago. But she wasn't ready to hear it at that stage, right? So again, for some of you listening today, you might not be ready to hear what we've talked about today, and that's okay. But there'll become a time in business where you're like, that's what they meant. And now you'll be ready to listen and to embrace it. So for those of you who are ready, fantastic. And for those of you that just needed to hear this today, you're right on time. You're right where you need to be. And before we sign off, just a reminder that my team and I will also be putting together the show notes for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And we'll make sure to include all of Keisha's links there. Uh, Thanks so much again, Keisha, for being on the show today. I really, really appreciate that. And for the rest of you, I hope you have a fabulous day, no matter where you are in the world. And don't forget that my applications for my 12-month Action Takers Mastermind are now open. You can apply at AngelaHenderson.com.au and click on Mastermind. And for the rest of you, I'll see you next week for another amazing episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.AngelaHenderson.com.au